as entrepreneurs, we are busy doing it, doing it, doing it. We're charging at 100 miles an hour, some of us even more than that. There's a challenge. We're building great businesses, serving the world well, making a huge difference, but oftentimes our life sucks. I mean, it's really the challenges that we have. Today, I have a remarkable young individual who has already made a huge mark on the world of business and lifestyle. He's been out there, he's spoken to over 3 million individuals, worked in 13 countries, and has shared the stage with the top gurus. I go name all of them, the huge, huge players. And what I've asked him to do today, I've been so impressed with his, his, not only his message, but his methodology, to come and share it with you. Because what we are all doing here at AES Nation, we're accelerating entrepreneurial success, but it's not all, all about business. It's not, we're not in business just for more business. We're in business to support the quality of life that we want for every stakeholder. And in your enlightened self-interest, you got to take care of yourself first. So stay tuned. You do not want to miss this. Ordinary success? No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep. Think bold. Drive hard. Watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com. Jeffrey, I am so excited to have you join us. Uh, power of technology, Skype, all the way from Sydney, Australia, and I'm out in Silicon Valley where you're formerly from. First of all, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. You're welcome. Good yeah, to be here. And, you know, it's one of my favorite subjects. I mean, we're always talking about how you can grow your business and everything else. And, you know, and many of the entrepreneurs who are listening and watching us today have grown businesses that are, you know, pretty substantial. And they've made all kinds of money. They have all the play toys of the affluent, super affluent, or what we call ultra affluent. And they don't feel complete. And there's that fundamental thing that, you know, business in life gets in the way. And you've started really early in your career. This has been really important. Maybe give me a little backstory why this became so you know, quickly an interest of yours that you went out and have already accomplished so many things. Yeah, it was an uh, interest because I, I've been growing up in Silicon Valley. Well, I was originally born in Hawaii, and then then I moved to Silicon Valley when I was about 10. My father's company was acquired, which required us to move from the island of Hawaii to uh, San Francisco Bay Area, which I'm so grateful for because that's kind of the birthplace of all these incredible companies, LinkedIn, Google, Apple, and all them. Uh, but what fueled me was I was on my way to my first job in my early 20s and I was sitting in traffic and I realized that that was going to be my day every day if I didn't do something different. Uh, short, you know, short story basically ended up studying like a madman around education from psychology to business to investing and found a way to get out as fast as I could uh, to generate my own income so that I didn't need to work for anybody. So that's made generated money doing that in areas of real estate, areas in consulting, and things of that nature. But I want to get down to kind of the biggest takeaway that I've learned along the way. Um, and after sharing stages and with thought leaders all over the world, I, I, this is kind of my main message is that you really can't have a lifestyle and a business together working. Um, my, I remember a, a short story. My father and I, we were, my dad came out here to 
um, to Australia. I invited him to a leadership conference. And my father uh, is the first CEO and founder of a company called Odesk and Elance. Uh, and you know, so I just grew up around this entrepreneurial thing. I remember that thing getting started on a, on a kitchen table at a young age with four engineers pounding away on their computers. <laughs> and, uh, and he said, and, and I didn't know that would be the birth of a big, pretty good company, you know, one of the largest in the industry. And uh, I invited my dad out to this leadership conference, and we were flying from Australia to New Zealand, and we were going to go skydiving. I was like, Dad, come. This leadership conference will be very different, you know, because it's my kind of leadership conference. We're, we're going to skydive. We're going to four-wheel drive. We're, gonna, we're going to um, take helicopters through the, through the mountains of, of New Zealand. We're going to land on mountains, and then we're going to have business meetings, right? And, um, and so we're on the plane, and I'm asking my dad, I said, because there's so much I learned from my father, too. And I said, Dad, what have you learned from me, you know, growing up with me? And he said, son, if I could redo my life, I would have started with asking myself, what's the lifestyle that I want first? Where do I want to live? Who do I want to spend my time with? How, um, who do I want, what are the types of customers that I want? Uh, wh what where are my favorite places to travel and how do I incorporate that into my business? And he would have basically started with his lifestyle first, then built a business around that. Instead of what he said, he said, son, what I did is I built a business first and then I tried to jam my lifestyle into it. And uh, I think this so often when I work with, because I work with executives and CEOs on, on, uh, on their businesses, of course, but lifestyle seems to be a big factor, especially when they're turning over over at least five million, five million plus. They start actually losing themselves in the business, and uh, and this is a common story. I mean, I, which I'll well, go I know, on. But, I, yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, Jeffrey, it, it's really interesting because you know most of us as entrepreneurs, what we do is we we kind of make the deal with you know life that if we we're going to work really hard, we're going to accumulate all this money, you know, and we we give up our youth, we give up a lot of our health and. Then, and, you know, in some of our relationships, some of the people that are most important to us. And then we have the money. If we're successful, we have the money. And oftentimes we look back, we don't have so many of those most important things. And what we also don't have is we, 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 we don't have our health. And, you know, this is where there's a huge opportunity to be successful on purpose. And I, I think, you know, no, no matter where you are in life, I mean, you're, the question, you know, you asked your dad, I mean, we should all be asking ourselves. And I mean, what he said is, you know, it's a great time to be an entrepreneur. We can design our lives to live yes. it however we want to. And, you know, and I mean, what I opened up on, you know, we're not in business for just more business. We're in business for more life. And, you know, you know, it's just so powerful. You know, t tell me how, you know, as you're working with entrepreneurs, Jeffrey, how you help, you know, them, I mean, with this, because, you know, I mean, I have, uh, I've had up to 400 employees. I can yeah. remember the line outside my desk. I, you know, I had, you know, all the normal things that a CEO would have at that time. And, uh, and I can remember talking with my wife and saying, I hated my life. And, yeah. uh, you know, and, and I'm sure we have some, I hope not many, I hope most of us are thinking, how can we make it even better? Because that's really what most of it, what we want to talk about. But I mean, I want to deal with the guys who are where I was, where, you know, it's, it's like, yeah, I'm making millions and everybody, every one of my friends and family thinks I'm, you know, unbelievably, you know, there at the top. And my wife and I are kind of going, oh, let's 
get out of all the things and do a do-over. Yeah, I remember it's just not all it's cracked up to be. Uh, you know, when I remember my first goal, the first goal is to make a million dollars, right? And then after it, nothing really changes. It's just kind of one thing after another. And w- so one of the things that I do immediately when I work with my, um, my clients is I will often look at who their, who their customers are that make them the most amount of money. So who their customers are that make them the most amount of money, who their perfect customers are. Identify of all the clients that they're working with. I have them identify who those customers are that make them the most money that they enjoy the most. And what is their actual profile? And then where are the customers that are paying the butt, that are costing them the most amount of their time, that are making the least amount of money, and sometimes even firing those customers or letting them go, or becoming very, or just putting all of our attention on those customers. So first thing is we help them identify the perfect customer that they enjoy that make them the most money. Second thing we'll do to free up their time as well is look at uh, look at who their most ideal customers are that they haven't hit yet. So, for example, uh, let's say sometimes I had this client. She didn't. She was. Uh, she didn't think that th- there's a certain level of client. I'm trying to keep disclosure here, but certain level of client that she thought was out of her league. They were a big, big player. But if she would have got one of those or two of those clients, it would have been a good percentage of her business. But she never even approached them. So what she did was she made a list of these so-called out-of-league clients, and then we went after them, and she started closing them. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, this is what I always call being successful on purpose, because what happens is if we take the time, you know, we're going to design our life on purpose. We've got to have a business that supports the quality of life that we want. One of the best ways to do that is to go ahead and really be clear who we want to work with. And um, I actually have in our coaching program for financial advisors, we have eight characteristics. And the last one should be really number one is enjoyable. You know, yes. you, you get very clear, but you know, we can work with great clients who we can deliver you know, super value who appreciate us. And by releasing those clients that aren't the right ones for you know, um, new opportunities, and we can make sure they're well taken care of, we'll be in great shape they'll be in great shape, but we're not the right one to serve. And this is one of the big things as entrepreneurs, we get so busy that we, you know, and we don't want to ever give up anything, you know, certainly any revenue of any client, but the more we're willing to focus in on what's important, you know, it just, it, you will really become much more successful. Yeah. And, and we are, we're, we're better using our time. There's a saying, you know, that entrepreneurs, we have to hustle. I actually do this talk where I talk about um, uh, like to stop stop hustling. You want to succeed? Stop hustling. So look at the things that look at the things in your business as entrepreneurs that make you the most amount of money with the least amount of time, and the things that you enjoy the most, and and if and find a way to spend more time doing those things, and basically stop hustling so much. I mean, I always like the term simple and elegant. Yes. Uh, with entrepreneurship, we get so much complexity and. Many of us love this complexity. You know, it's something that is very important to us. It validates us as entrepreneurs. And by doing that, though, we set ourselves up for not failure, but just for a difficult, challenging life. And, you know, it's usually just a few things that if we can do really well, they're going to make a huge impact. You know, when you, um, you know, in your writing, you always talk about the curiosity factor for entrepreneurs. What, what, what are you talking about there, Jeffrey? 
Yeah, uh, the I found that curiosity, being always being curious about how to include more of what you love in your life and in your business and incorporate that into your business. So I find curiosity is a very great strength for entrepreneurs. It's what got us curious to have a better life in the first place, but we have to maintain that curiosity. So I am always asking myself, um, yeah, I'm curious, how could I spend more time doing what I love and get paid even more with less work? How could I do that? And how could and and so as as entrepreneurs, I would invite the people listening to to get curious again about their business. And if they were starting over everything that they knew that they know now, what would they do if they were to restart differently with all the knowledge that they have? Having gained it from now, yeah, it's it's such a powerful concept, and I take it further. And what would be the business that you would start now that would do away with your business? Uh, yes, you know, run it out of business, but at the same time, have that great quality of life. And then, you know, if you if if you can really imagine that, and you know, I mean, I think for almost all of us, we can. Well, how can we bridge that gap from where you are now to where you want to go? as quickly as possible so you can make the difference and you know have a great life and and when we started as entrepreneurs in the first businesses often often we get this we get this this purpose and this passion that fuels us but then we hit this plateau and it's time to reevaluate but we're so busy we don't have time often to pull ourselves out of the the race go into maybe even go into nature go take go into exotic places but be be almost alone and reflect because we're too busy. And that's when you know it's time to actually do that. If you're just too busy, it's time to actually pull back. Yeah, and, and this is, I mean, one of the, if you think about it as, you know, our fellow entrepreneurs, as you think about this and, you know, when you're busy and you're just running at 100 miles an hour, you know, it's usually when we make the biggest, baddest decisions out there. And we don't allow the time to be thoughtful. And if we're going to be successful on purpose, this is, you know, just so powerful. I mean, you know, I always like to act. And I, I think I heard this uh, first from Ariana Huffington. We were talking and she's a pretty upbeat, you know, very successful uh, media uh, publisher type yeah. in uh, Huffington Post. And Ariana was going, you know, what she, one of the, her biggest success factors is she acts as if the game of life is rigged in her favor. Mm-hmm. And what the, the reason why I bring that up is so many of us kind of are hesitant to take this leap of faith that we can actually use our business to build great lives. If you start thinking it's rigged in your favor, you're willing to take more risk. And, you know, Jeffrey, I mean, with the, you know, your work, you're seeing over and over again that, you know, entrepreneurs who make that uh, decision to build businesses to support the quality of life, you know, just are, are able to propel it and, and do a better job for their clients, for their teammates, you know, their employees, partners, uh, everyone, and particularly it, their they, family. They are. There's a saying that says nature rewards courage. And, uh, and so if, if us as entrepreneurs, especially the ones um, that are generating significant revenue, you and things are working, the business is working, but your lifestyle's slipping away. Um, nature will reward reward courage if you take have the courage to reflect and look at your lifestyle and go, how do I re how do I bring those things that gave me the most bliss and the most joy back into my life, and find a way to do it. Uh, and it, you will be rewarded with a business that supports your lifestyle versus take it away. Yeah, and 
And I see it. I mean, I've had, I'm, I'm 59. I've had a series of businesses along the way. And I did kind of, I was at the right place, right time as a, I'm a small town boy from upstate New York, but in Silicon Valley, I had the privilege of working with many of the big names in Silicon Valley. And uh, I sold a practice with my two partners in 98 that you know, we were manning a couple billion dollars of some of the most successful entrepreneurs in Silicon Valley, and then later went on to manage you know, collectively with my partners $25 billion in high-tech entertainment and sports. And it, yes. it, you know, it, was, it was really heady kind of stuff. And I had the opportunity to work with so many of these people that are high-profile uh, that you know, really you know, some had great lives and were living it. But I got to say, Jeffrey, there were so many that weren't. And that was my wake-up call um, for me personally. That you know, I I gave up the you know that that business. I, I sold my interest and so on, and and decided to kind of find out. I mean, I, I have a virtual business with I'm global headquarters or pool house. I mean, we got pretty sizable businesses that we're running, you know. But yeah. I get the privilege of doing it with other entrepreneurs. But I did do what you're recommending, and I, I want to encourage everyone is. Uh, my wife and I sat down and we decided what's the lifestyle that we wanted and then designed the business to support that. And, you know, I got to say it did happen overnight, but you know, about 18 months it was there yeah. and it was done. It's, 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 a, it's, it's just got to make the choice. The, the areas in, to reflect on is to ask maybe would be uh, how much time do you want to spend a day in the office uh, or do you want to work from home? Uh, do you, where do you want to live? Uh, you know, so for, for me, I'm a, I surf almost every day. And so I have to live, no matter what, I live on the ocean. It's just, I, I have to be able to put my feet in the sand within a walk. Being right in there, Kansas, so. the, uh, you know, in the middle of the, well, or in the middle of Australia, probably even worth, there's not much surfing there at all. <laughs> not, not much, but maybe it's the mountains. Maybe, right. you know, for me, I know that you ski and uh, enjoy the snow. So being close or being accessible to the stuff you love. So ask yourself, are, are you doing, are you doing those hobbies that you love to do? I, I remember I received actually in, in high school, the teacher made us write these letters uh, as high school kids to ourselves 10 years later. And it was right kind of when I was like, things were rocking and, but I had it was starting to lose grip of my lifestyle. And, uh, and the letter said, write a letter to you as a person 10 years from now about all the things you love and anything you want to say. And I wrote in the letter, sure, first I wrote a few things about this girl that I don't remember her name. But anyways, it was like, she's really, check up on this girl. But besides that, the most important thing that I got out of the letter was, um, was Jeff, you love surfing. No matter what, never stop surfing. You enjoy it. It's your bliss. No matter what, keep doing that. And that was what I got. And then, and when I got that letter, I was like, I was like, that I slowed down in something that I absolutely gives me the most bliss. And so from that point on, I was like, from now on, I live on the ocean. That's it. Like right. uh, from now on, I always live in the ocean. So, so it just makes makes life different. So also uh, another thing is, is where could you live? That's like a vacation spot that you really, really enjoy. And who are who are the types of people that inspire you? So now. One thing I make sure is I spend time with like people like you, people that are inspiring, people that are up to something. I I have the blessing of surfing almost three days a week with uh, like my neighbor uh, when I lived in um, it's in Sydney because I live in Byron Bay, but in Sydney 
was uh, was Lane Beachley. So I surfed three days a week with a seven-time world champion surfer. So who inspires you, right? And uh, and how do you spend more time with those people? Is a good question. And then also look at the customers that are just annoying and frustrating, and find a way to let them go and bring only only work with people that you want to work with. Yeah, I mean these are. You know, these are the questions that we all need to ask ourselves. Uh, and it's, it's so, uh, I, I'll kind of give one more, you know, negative that I had. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, I was, you know, successful financial uh, advisor. I mean, one of the most successful, you know, right place, right time. And I was giving mm-hmm. a talk in Aspen. And it was during, it was like June. And I uh, went up, uh, I had a little extra time, went up on the gondola to the top of the mountain, Ajax. And I'm looking around, and I hadn't skied for over 15 years because I was oh. so busy doing this stuff. And it's yeah. like it just hit me: what, how stupid could I be? So I mean, we've we've you know organized major ski trips every year, you know, with a great group of friends that inspire me. And you know, and and these are booked. Everything's booked way at least a year ahead of time, just so that you know, every one of us as an entrepreneur knows that. You know, business sometimes can get in the way. You book things ahead of time. You use your calendar to design the life that you want. And it's like magic. Things will happen and you'll have that success. Jeffrey, anything else before? I want to go into another segment. But anything else that I didn't ask you on this lifestyle that you're seeing that, you know, some of the really the successful people that you've had the privilege of working with, you know, as they're thinking this through in their mind, you know, how they can combine business and lifestyle well? The biggest uh, thing is, and I bet, you've, I bet the person's heard this before, but a daily meditation practice seems to really work with CEOs and get your health and, and, and health. One of the things I've noticed is, I mean, but this is all you, but the person, people listening to this that haven't implemented this, they know this, but that doesn't mean they experience it. So I would, I would let go of the skepticism and be skeptical about your skepticism if you're hearing this and actually do it and see what results come about. If you try this for 30 days, um, get your health in gear, start meditating, um, start, you know, plan that time three months from now where you go and you maybe go to the Maldives or go to the skiing, plan it, you'll feel better. Uh, it's, there's a, a great book, it's called The Fat Smoker's Strategy uh, that kind of goes, it's a little different than what you're saying. But I think yeah. it might resonate with some of our uh, fellow entrepreneurs. It did with me. It, one of the top consultants in the world, I'm forgetting his name right now, uh, prolific author, uh, wrote a number of books, but this is one that was very personal. And, you know, really smart, intelligent guy, built one of the most successful small, mid-sized consulting uh, businesses in, in the world. And he, you know, advised the top of the top. Well... He was fat, he was a smoker, and he had a heart attack. He didn't mm-hmm. deal with all those issues until he had the heart attack. Then he became thin, he gave up smoking, and really regained his health. And one of the things I want to encourage everyone, uh, I, last year I had walking pneumonia. I have no idea. I was in pretty good health, hadn't been sick in a heck of a long time. But that was kind of my aha moment, and, uh, you know, even more religious about you know trainers and taking the time. I have a morning ritual that I do and you know, yep, incorporating yep. all the things that we're hearing about, but most of us as driven entrepreneurs don't do. And I can tell you, it can change your life. Um, you know, we, 
there, there's so many things that we think about that athletes do. I mean, athletes train 90% of the time to perform maybe 10%. Corporate athletes, you know, I mean, I, I consider myself an athlete as an entrepreneur. And, you know, we're performing probably a little more than 90% and training at most 10%. And we've got yeah. to recognize that. How can we be more structured? So if, if we're going to have the life we want and you know with all the things going on with human longevity i mean if you hang out for the next 10 to 15 years the technology everything else that's going on you know we're going to have some really long lives and you know you know we could possibly all of us live to 100 with a good quality of life you've got the money to use it and do it well guess what you know if you didn't take care of your body you know, none of none of the stuff makes a difference either yeah yeah my I watched. I see this. I just had a client who's one of the largest in the um, food industry, and uh, for uh, for chocolate. And uh, he just he just all he did, and um, because I saw this happen with my father too. My dad went to a, a training once, and he came back. He says, "I'm going to start walking with my mother with with his wife. He's going to start walking with his wife, um, at least, which is my mom, um, four days a week." And I and I told my particular client. Uh, I said, I said try because he was his his business is thriving, it's doing really well, but he he wants to make sure he maintains that relationship with his wife, and I said try walking with her, at least four days a week or almost every day take a walk, and I do this with my wife about four days a week. We take a walk on the beach together for just twenty minutes, um, and it just keeps the relationship strong, and then when we're stronger, we're better as a team. So simple things, it's the smallest changes that make seem to make the biggest adjustments in businesses. And it's the smallest changes in your lifestyle that actually makes a difference in your business. It also inflect, uh, impacts employee engagement. So as we know, as the harder, the harder our employees work and the more engaged they are, the better it is that they do. But we as the, the CEOs of the company, if we're not engaged and emotionally engaged um, and um, spiritually engaged into our company, then the, the employee engagement dissipates and then our and then our profits go down. And uh, and so we need to re-engage into our personal life further, which will then re-engage the employees as well into um, feeling more inspired to work in the company because we as the leaders will be more inspired. Yeah, no, we're going to lead by example. I mean, it, it's so powerful. Yeah. There's all kinds of research. I mean, the increase in productivity can be as much as 30%. So, I mean, for some yes. of us, you know, I'm a financial guy, number guy. And, you know, even though I'm in Silicon Valley, I grew up in a small town upstate New York. I'm not yes. a very fuzzy guy at all. And uh, I, when I see the number 30% plus increase in productivity, I mean, this stuff works. It works on you. It works on your team. You know, boy, building a business to support your quality of life have everyone around you just really engage in loving life. Sounds like a pretty good business, particularly when they're 30% more product, uh, productivity. Let me go uh, to the next segment, and that is Book of the Day. A prolific author here, and you've got a, a great book. I want you to tell us a little bit about it. Imagine, I'm not gonna let you off recommending somebody else's book. Tell me a little bit about this book and how it might help some of your fellow entrepreneurs. Well, the book Imagine is is a, a story. It has to engage the imagination because as entrepreneurs, imagination is what brings forth something new. Uh, and so the book is a story about challenging thinking, challenging your critical thinking, challenging your logic. Because if we're always stuck in logic, uh, then we're not 
we can't create anything new. Uh, we are meant to use our imagination. Einstein says our imagination is our biggest tool. So when you when we first started our entrepreneurial businesses, we created um, it by imagining a future and then stepping into it. And I found for myself and other executives that they they often stop exercising their imagination. So this book is a tool to st- support you in exercising your imagination again to reimagine something new and create a fire in your life again. To be able to think differently, hold paradoxes. And you know, great things are accomplished when you are creative. And and this is so many business people we think, you know, we're not really going to be that creative. You know what? If you, you know, use you know, what Jeffrey's talking about, the tools, you schedule the time. It's it's amazing how creative all of us can be and what we can accomplish. Yeah. Let, let me go in the next segment. And this is the application of the day where, uh, Jeffrey, what I always ask is, you know, if you have a smart, you know, your smartphone, is there a particular app that you like that you would recommend to your fellow entrepreneurs? <laughs> well, you know, there's always the surf app that tells me what the waves are doing so that I can just... One of the great things about being an entrepreneur, if we design our own lives, like when the waves are good, we just get up and go, and that's it. So I'll probably go. When I, that app says to me, I'll be probably surfing in about forty-five minutes. So yeah. the surf app is a great yeah, app. Yeah, no, I mean, I, we were joking earlier. I mean, I like ski tracks too for the yeah. same reason, and you can see yeah. the the snow, and uh, you can it tracks all the runs, the elevation you did during the day, and so on. So it's it's pretty amazing. And the thing that I love is. You know, I want to just keep coming back to what Jeffrey and I are both saying is that, you know, success, you want to be successful on purpose. And it's not all about money, but this allows us, you know, to have a great life. I, I live, you know, in Silicon Valley. I'm at the south end, uh, you know, close to ski areas. I usually hop on a plane and go where, you know, in Salt Lake City, the most uh, snow or in Colorado. But because he's driving to Tahoe is only is can be an eight-hour adventure if there's bad, you know, a lot of snow. Sometimes better in the airplane, actually. Yeah, yeah no, it's a short, and then Salt Lake City, it's an hour-plus flight and 30-minute drive to every major ski area, so it's great. Yeah. But, you know, I love cars. I love driving and racing, and, you know, I've got two major tracks right by me, you know, and, yep. you know, the same with scuba diving, sailing, so on. And so it's a conscious decision. And, you know, once a year, I, I really think we should all be looking at this. And, you know, Jeffrey, what, what are your, the, um, let me go to the last segment here on uh, resources. What are some of the resources that an entrepreneur, you know, on your website or what you do that you could help them accelerate this, you know, great lifestyle? Sure. Um, well, it's not for... It's for people that love adventure. I'll tell you that. I leave in a, I leave in a week to South America to go trek through the jungles of South America and spend time with medicine men, and I spend time with people that have have the planes, have the boats, have everything they want, and they know there's more in their life, and they have time to do something on the fringes. So a resource uh, for, for top top executives, people that started building our companies, um, is I have a website. One of my websites is called thegrandinitiative.com. Thegrandinitiative.com. Uh, and that's an initiative I do where I bring, um, bring executives out into some pretty incredible experiences. And then another one would be my website, jeffreyslater.com. And I've documented over a thousand documentaries on, um, on a thousand documentaries on think on incorporating new ways of thinking, using the imagination, using the mind, using the heart, all those things to support you in growing your business and thinking alternatively. Um, 
not like the mainstream. If we find ourselves on the side of majority, we should be very, very scared, according to Mark Twain. So, yeah, yeah some uh, different thinking. So my website and the other one, the Grand no, Initiative. That's great, Jeffrey. I really appreciate it. And if somebody wants to reach out to you, how would they do that as well? Yeah, if they go to my website, Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y, Slater, S-L-A-Y-T-E-R.com, uh, they can go to the contact button and they can send an email. They can mention this podcast and, uh, and then we can set up a time to connect um, around your business and where you want to go possibly. No, that's great. Let me, last segment, bring it all together. The key takeaways that I'm walking away with. Yeah, and these are so important. I mean, you know, I've got all kinds of notes. I mean, to me, this is a missing element for most of us as entrepreneurs. We can talk about you know, how delivering a great client experience. Most of us are pretty good at that. We all yeah. want to attract more affluent you know, or the right clients, whatever business we're in. You know, we want to get the systems in place. We want to monetize it. We want to make more money and create more value you know, for our, our market, but which creates value for us and our business. But the, I always count these five big things. I always put it to last. Uh, Jeffrey, you put it at the first, and it's all about lifestyle. And in building a business to support the quality of life for you and all your stakeholders. And yes. this is so important. And, and you know, I'd go through and you know, really we'll have the transcript at uh, AES Nation, the show notes. You know, watch the video, download it. Look at some of the questions about your own life. You know, is it the life you really want to lead? Because so many of us kind of lead the life that we think we should do as an entrepreneur. We have so much flexibility in today's world with the technology. You know, we can live. I mean, Jeffrey and I are talking halfway around the world. And, it, you know, we can do work together this way, so on. I, I mean, I, have, I used to have an office not that far from Jeffrey. So, I mean, yeah. you know, it, it's amazing. But what lifestyle you want, Jeffrey is raising the questions it's up to you. you know, none of this is worthwhile unless we have a great life. And really for all your stakeholders, your, your clients, your future clients, your future strategic partners, your, uh, your partners, uh, your shareholders, if you have shareholders, your teammates, they're all counting on you. Go out and execute. Make this a reality, that imagination that you have, your lifestyle. Wish you the best of success in achieving all that's important to you. Thank you. Exceptional, remarkable breakthroughs. AESNation.com.